This episode of Christmas Countdown is brought to you by Countdown Network. From Disney to theater to Christmas, parenting, and beyond, Countdown Network is your home for the top-ranked countdown podcasts in the world. Christmas, everybody! Welcome to the Christmas Countdown Show. We are mid-construction right now. Oh my god! We were just about to start this show, and one of our cute, adorable little stockings fell to the ground. Yeah, my stocking. Did, it, it, was it was like, I'm not ready. With, it's June. <laughs> yes, that's what it was. It was like, why are we doing Christmas in June? Why are we doing Christmas in June, Danny? Because we love Christmas, that's right. and also the halfway point to Christmas coming is coming up June 25th. So we're like, let's get together. Let's do this Christmas in June. I think we called it Dasher Day. Yes. Last year, we Last sort of year, created yeah. that because there's this, uh, what is it? People call it like Rudolph Day. Is that, is that what it's called, Chris? Is that right? That's right. And we decided to call it Dasher Day because we here at Christmas Countdown are fans of alliteration. We do like that. We are obsessed. We, we do like that, yeah. Um, so, so this is basically our Dasher Day celebration. 2023 celebration, the halfway point. To Christmas. It's very exciting. Very exciting. In case you don't know who we are, my name is Eric Peterson. I'm here Hi. with my good buddy, Danny Jordan. Nice What's to meet up? you. What's up? We are together in studio. <laughs> uh, we got Chris Sicily coming to us live from Brooklyn. And uh, we are here in the middle of June talking about Christmas because we love Christmas. And my guess is if you're listening to a June episode of the Christmas Countdown <laughs> show, you also love Christmas uh, and you are getting psyched because it is. We're, we're starting to really get into summer. Yep. Which always feels like the halfway point of the year. Yep. At least for me. Um, and it, as we said, Dasher Day is coming up. And then we're also going to do a celebration of Christmas in July. So excited for that. We're really like actually doing preparations for season three already, which is a little crazy. Are we like serious? We're like actually we're like businessmen business. now. <laughs> like, you know, for those who have been with us since the very, very early yeah. days, uh, you know that Eric and I started this Ye Old podcast out of our garages because yeah. uh, I know there's a lot of new people here because sure, I yeah. see daily you know what our follower numbers look like on Spotify on Apple and you know because breaking news we've gone viral again we, on we Instagram viral. we've yes. gained like 12,000 followers in the last week yes. which is wild so as a result of that we've seen our subscriber numbers yep. starting to catapult again so a lot of you might be new and you might be wondering why did you guys start this show well Erica's an actor yep in between seasons of your your big show on AMC, Kevin Kneff himself and I produced TV shows. We were both in between seasons, and we needed something to do. Yep. So what do you do when you're bored? Talk. <laughs> Start a Christmas podcast. That's right. That's, that's right. That's what you do. And, and so, so we, we did yeah, that. We started that in, was that 2020, I guess? No, 2021. 2021. Yeah. Um, and yeah, at the beginning, because we were still sort of in COVID times, yep. we just were in our own apartments and, and garages, you yep. know, as we were recording Wait, this. Were you in an apartment? I thought you were in a house the whole time. Um, I guess I was in a house. Okay. I was in an apartment. Was I in an that. apartment? No. Because I thought I was in a house. <laughs> you were too. in a house too. Um, but we were in our garages. Yes. And uh, then we, because it went well and people seemed to, we hit a nerve, a Christmas nerve. Yeah. Uh, we started season two where we bought a 
uh, studio space yeah. next to Danny's office, and we put up a whole set, which you can, if you're watching this, because now we are going to be putting these episodes up on YouTube. Yep. Uh, so if you're watching this, you can see some of the set uh, that you recognize. There's also some of our Disney countdown It's in transition set. right yep, We're now, in yeah. transition. Yep. Um, but yeah, so we started that uh, in 2021. Season two was awesome. We got to work with uh, Hallmark and a bunch yep. of other cool brands. Uh, and now season three will be coming up in October of 2023. It's wild. We went from let's make a show for our wives and our moms <laughs> yeah. to the number one Christmas podcast in the world. And it happened in a matter of weeks. Uh, this And you know, we would like to say that this was all like our master plan. But we just, you know, the first episode out of the gates, I think, was top 10 Christmas songs. Yep. And something about that title in the SEO algorithm, beep, beep, boom, as we like to say, popped. And all of a sudden, we just had this massive audience. And yeah. to date, we've been downloaded in 183 countries Crazy. around the world. When I tell people that, they go, wait, what? Yeah. They're shocked to hear. Like, I, I told somebody recently, I was like, yeah, you know, I got the Christmas podcast coming up again. They're like... You're like still doing that thing? And I was like, no, like people love this people thing. Love like literally people from all around the world. And when I tell them, they're just, they're mind blown yeah. that, that we found this thing. But I think if you're listening, you know that Christmas isn't just a, a November, December thing. This is something that lives in your heart all year long. And that's what we aim to capture, not just with our, you know, Christmas season episodes, but all year long. Yeah. We capture the essence of the holiday season. And so that's why we're here is to chat about Christmas in, in June and to celebrate the halfway point that we've made it. Yep. We are basically on the backside of the mountain. Ooh, we're rocketing. From here. We're rocketing towards Christmas. Yeah. So start making your list. Yeah. Start saving your money. Start checking those lists twice. Also, speaking of lists, yeah. we have some ideas uh, for our season three. Yes. But one of the great parts about our podcast is that we've always been able to have really great suggestions and conversation and really sort of like interactions and conversations with our fans um, on the Facebook group yep. uh, or through Instagram. So if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, I've loved Christmas Countdown for the last two seasons. What are they going to count down next? I always wanted to hear them count down top 10 Christmas pie flavors or whatever it might be. Uh, if you have an idea, send it over to us. There's no guarantee that we'll use it. I know my number one would be on that list. I don't eat pie, so I would have, I would have zero. Are you serious? Oh, Do you don't like pumpkin, pumpkin pie? pie? The worst of all the pies. Are you serious? The worst of all the pies. What? Have you ever had pumpkin cream pie? Ugh. Doesn't that sound even what? better? Even worse. <laughs> what about pumpkin cream coffee pie? What if I put some of those little like cinnamon dots you like on it? Would you try it then? I do love the Imperials, the Red Imperials. I can't believe you don't like pumpkin pie. How have we never discussed this? Yeah. You know, I worked at a place. Uh, I was a waiter all through like high school and college, and I worked at a place called Baker Square, which I think was just a Midwest place. Chris, have you? Do you remember Baker Square? Absolutely, I used to eat there all the time. I feel like I've heard of Baker yeah, Square. Yeah, it was like um, like uh, Bob Evans kind of like it was a standalone. I definitely building. don't know Bob Evans, but but Bob Baker Evans. Square, I think I definitely know. Yeah, um, or like a Cracker Barrel. Yeah. Okay, there. I know so it was like a standalone yeah. building, but their big specialty was pie. Okay. So we always had the pie case, and I was always serving pie, but just uh, the one I kind of liked was French silk. French silk. Is that what, like some chocolate? It's like with chocolate a little... mousse and a little bit of whipped That sounds good. Yeah. I feel like pies are usually either like very creamy, mm -hmm. like it's like you're just dipping into like uh, Cool Whip, Yeah. or they're just very thick and yeah. full of like gelatinous yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff like yeah. we need like a middle ground pie 
Yeah. Maybe that's what pumpkin pie is. Maybe. Because it's more solidified. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I don't know. I like pumpkin pie. I can't believe you don't like pumpkin yeah. pie. I'm not. I don't. This is do blowing it. my mind. And even right like now. apple pie, I like at, like warm apple pie with vanilla ice cream. It's yeah. good. All about. But I wouldn't do it like I wouldn't have multiple slices of it. And I don't yeah. even get like when they do. I've probably talked about this before. When they bring out like the dessert tray or something at like a nice fancy restaurant, they're like, we have these very nice mousse, chocolate mousse, <laughs> and we have here a very cool French silk pie. They're always with the, French you know, waiters oh, every time. Waiters. It doesn't matter even if you're in an Italian place. <laughs> and uh, but I always like my wife and most people will be like, ooh, what are we gonna get? Oh, oh I can't decide. They all look so good. I'm always like, do you got ice cream? You serve sorbet here. That's all I'm looking for. I just don't do the desserts. I'm not a big dessert guy in general, but the more I say that, the more I realize I feel like that's just become like a mantra of mine <laughs> and to maybe keep not myself oh. from you know. I'm, <laughs> not, I'm not a big dessert guy, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. But like some voice inside of me is like, I'm a huge dessert guy. <laughs> you better not let me out, or I'm gonna I'm gonna eat all the desserts in this place. Um, well, I, p- clearly we're not gonna be having a a uh, pumpkin pie tasting contest no. on the show. So, although we could, maybe I'll try it like I tried the coffee. The coffee? You know, I tried a slip of coffee yesterday. No, what? that was today. That like was, a flavored coffee? It was some new thing. I was in the car with my daughter, Sophie, and there's some new mocha mint something at Starbucks. At Starbucks? Yeah. Like a Frappuccino vibe? Yes, okay. probably. Um, I don't really know much about them, but I think so. <laughs> uh, but she was like, try it. It's not, it's not too bad. It really tastes more like mint. And it did until the aftertaste kicked in. And then I was like, was it nope, a peppermint that's coffee. Mocha? No, it wasn't oh, peppermint okay. mocha. But it was similar to because I remember when I tried it on the season last time. Yeah. That the initial flavor, I was like, oh, this isn't too bad. But once that coffee flavor once comes the coffee in, hits. then I'm like, yeah. I do have to confess, I tried a coffee drink at Starbucks recently. And you know I'm a loyalist. Yeah. I love my Starbucks. They have these new like olive oil extra virgin olive oil drinks have you seen these no but i'm interested because i yeah, love olive oil they're really pushing this thing okay. hard like they had someone standing out at the drive-thru like trying to like wow nick shove it down your throat like before you ordered explain what is the drink though so they have a few okay. the one that i had was a shaken espresso okay so it was like espresso shaken very vigorously with this i guess very high-end extra virgin olive oil and I have sort of done like those oil coffees before. I don't know if you've heard of like bulletproof coffee. Sure, yeah. Um, and their whole thing is like you mix that with like ghee, mm-hmm. like that buttery mm-hmm. stuff, and it's Butter, yeah. yeah, and it's supposed to like get your like ketones, get you like a ketosis state. Sure, so yeah. I was like, this would probably be like that. Yeah. First of all, it's way too expensive. I'm saying a lot. I got a tall shaken espresso, six twenty-five. Ooh, that's insane. That's too much. Yeah. And I was like, all right, well, it's going to be great. I Something about it, like every sip I took, I felt like I was going to have a cough attack. Really? It was like hitting the back of my throat all weird. I literally had two sips, and it sat in my car for the rest of the day. And then when I got out at the end of my workday, it looked disgusting. Ew. So Starbucks, you know I love you. I would love for you to sponsor our show, but uh, it did not hit the mark for me. Anyway, I don't know how we got here. but here uh, Speaking of olive oil, I have discovered the most amazing sandwich. Does it involve olive oil? It does. Okay. That's why. That's where I'm going with this. <laughs> uh, I saw it on Instagram on this guy. I think his name's like Ninja Clue or something like that. It's Ninja something. He's, and he name. does like um, lots of recipes and stuff. Okay. Like that. And this is just a simple Italian 
sub. But what you do, and I've made these the last few days, and okay. they are spectacular. So I get uh, some shredded lettuce. Okay. I get some slices of ham. Okay. Some slices of pepperoni. Like a specific kind of ham? Is it like a smoked no, ham I or use honey like, ham? I use a maple ham, but okay. I mean, you can use whatever ham you want. Okay. So you got your ham, you got your salami, you okay. got your pepperoni, you got your lettuce. Okay. Throw some onions in there. Okay. And then Wait, onions or onions? You know. <laughs> onions. I just want to make sure people are getting the right That's thing right. at the store. Uh, <laughs> uh, throw some onions in there. Onions. And, uh, and then you chop it all up, like really chop it up, like chop it to hell. Like, the whole thing. The whole thing. It's all in a big pile and you just... Like on a cutting board, you just yep. keep going I'm back using and forth. with like a big, huge, but not butcher knife, but like a big knife, just cutting it up. What if like a pizza roller would be good for I that? I thought like about doing cutter. a pizza yeah. roller. I didn't, but I thought about it. But I mean, I didn't use You're going to make I... the sandwich again. Yes, so I'll, try. I'll try it yeah, next time. Next time. Um, so you do all that. You get it all nice and good. Then you put it into a little bowl, mixing bowl. Okay. Then I put uh, a good squeeze of mayonnaise Okay. and a good squeeze of garlic aioli. Ooh. And then I put some olive oil. And some salt and pepper and some celery salt and some Lowry salt. Ooh. And then I mix it all up. Just mix it all the hell. Yeah. And then I get uh, little hoagies from the grocery store. Like okay. Fresh Freshly ones baked in ones. The, yeah. In the little container. Yep. I put the mixture of the Italian stuff in there. And then I put a slice of uh, provolone, two slices of provolone Ooh. over the top. Put it in the air fryer. Ooh. Bake it for like 10, 11 minutes. And it comes out in like... The cheese is that like golden Ooh. brown kind of, and the, but it's not been in there so long that there's not still a little bit of like, like coldness to the actual. It's just warm. The, yeah, it's just warm. Mm. Oh, another thing you got to put in major thing. Okay, because I forgot it the other day is pickles. I chop Ooh. up pickles at the end. You put them no, no, in? no. no. The, the, I did the other day because I had forgotten it. Oh, but gotcha. That should have been in the initial mixing. So you heat up. Even the lettuce is getting hot. Everything's getting yeah. hot. Yeah. And that's not a problem. But it doesn't seem to be a problem. Sometimes I wonder about putting like certain vegetables. Or like hot mayonnaise sounds bad, but it's good. But it's good. Like I wouldn't put like a tomato in an air fryer. That just feels like it would get like all warm and yeah, yeah. soggy. But that sandwich sounds incredible. So I wonder if we could figure out like a holiday twist yeah. with this Cinnam just put cinnamon imperials in it yeah exactly there you go well i was gonna say like you could do uh like turkey after thanksgiving Ooh, yeah. in lieu of maybe the like or maybe that. it's the ha the honey ham honey baked yeah. ham and turkey yes but and what some if you did stuffing this? yeah stuffing and maybe even i'm not a cranberry sauce guy but you could put a little cranberry sauce mm -hmm. in there okay but then put some cheese over the top i think the cheese over the top is what does it because Somehow it is almost like a protective layer, which is why the inside doesn't get like super hot. Right. The top gets that golden brown, and the, yeah. and the bun of the sandwich has got a little toasty to it, but the inside stays a little. Oh, wow. This yeah. all sounds so delicious. It does. We got to figure out a food list to do this season because we've done drinks before, but I don't know that we've done foods. Well, we did, I think we did favorite foods in season one. Because I yeah. know we talked about mashed potatoes yeah. and we talked about green bean casserole. Yeah, and that's when good. onions first presented themselves in the history of Christmas countdown. Yeah. If, you, if you're new to the show and you don't know what we are talking about right now, go back to season one. Listen to our, our foods countdown where I first learned that Eric pronounces the word and onion. And spells. Uh, and spells it, yeah. yes. Uh, you look at his recipe books. There's a G in there. O-I-G-N-O-N. Oh, my gosh. And it is carried on. Yes. For this will be our third year strong. But I will say, I thought it was a regional thing, but I have seen in the comments on our Facebook group yeah. and stuff, most people, 
that say you're crazy and some people are like i'm from chicago that's not a chicago thing <laughs> but i have heard there have been a few people that have been in our comments who said yes. i always thought there was a gene onion too because like growing up it, and they're the people that have said that did base it on the same thing that i did of that old french chef guy that used to be on pbs that would say onion yes chef gusto yes no yeah. I'm, I'm i can't remember what his i'm name totally was, making that up there but there was a guy he was like an old french guy kind of a new orleans kind of guy okay and he did a cooking show on pbs and he used to say onion and he said it like that all the time and so that's why i how have we not looked up his name till this point chris can you find it right now can you find it chris our research extraordinaire it's justin wilson that are you Wait, kidding me for real that is the least French-sounding name I think I've ever heard in my life. Is that is that really his name? Known as the Cajun Chef. Yes, it is. That's him. Yes, Justin Wilson. How old is he now? Is he still American. around? Um, he Said died was. in two thousand one. Ah, so we can't have him on the show. Yes. Yeah, Maybe we could have one of his descendants. Maybe just to hear somebody say "onion" over and over again. Um, well, Eric, I'm so excited for us to be back here. Recording again, as we said, you know, recently we've gone viral, which I think is like really put us in the Christmas spirit. It's put me in the Christmas spirit because I see all these people on Instagram who are like, I needed this. Like, that's what our show does is we really want to bring that spirit of the holidays. Um, and so if you're one of those people who's like just discovered us from that Instagram reel, uh, please make sure, you know, if you're not subscribing to the show, make sure you do so. And if you love what you're hearing, make sure to rate and review. And one of the cool things we do on Christmas Countdown is that we will read those reviews yes. on the show, and we actually have one Sweet. to read here today. This one uh, came in in between our last episode and this one, and this is coming to us. Um, this name is amazing. This, I love that. This is a great name. Their name is I'm Tired, one, two, three. Nice. <laughs> I'm yeah. Tired, one, two, three. <laughs> oh. uh, <laughs> but the title <laughs> of this review, and they gave us five golden, golden star. stars. Yeah, and they uh, titled their review Amazing Podcast. Mm. Uh, they say, I started listening in November 2022, and I am hooked. I love the banter between Danny and Eric. This is a great podcast, so please keep making episodes. You're welcome. Uh, I found multiple podcasts that are called Pogcasts. Do you remember we talked in an episode at one point about, about like, pogs? pogs? Yes. Yeah. And I said, that seems like a missed opportunity for someone for to podcast. call a podcast called a pog." cast and this guy's saying that they're, they exist yeah they're saying that that they found multiple podcasts that are called podcasts i'm gonna have to go Pretty look good. those up Pretty as good. soon as we are done here today but thank you i'm tired one two three hopefully you're awake yes right now uh i hope while you're listening awake. to this i have a question do you think that there are still people that play pogs like it's it's a part of their identity like competitively maybe i don't know if it, if that would even exist right. competitively but you know how there's like things that become really popular, like let's say pinball games, right? Mm. Pinball games aren't necessarily that popular amongst the kids nowadays. I think they would play it if they're at a at an arcade or right. something. But it's not like the cool thing, right? But there are definitely people that pinball is like their whole identity. Like they're a really good pinball player. Pinball they wizards. have they they are pinball wizards. Yes. And so I'm wondering, do you think that there are people that just never let go of pogs? Like they really that's still their whole thing. Uh, that's a great question. I hope that they exist. I hope because I was really obsessed with pogs when I was a kid. And to the point, like I, my grandfather, I don't know if I shared this, but he found 
Do you remember like those tubes that Pogs you would like keep yeah, yeah. them in? They had like the plastic little clip thing yeah. on the top. My grandfather found one in the elevator at his apartment that was about six and a half feet tall. Whoa. Filled? No, there was like no Pogs in it. It was just an empty case. And so he's like, well, I know you like Pogs. So he gave it to me. And I was like, how cool would this be if I filled this with Pogs? And I was like, this is going to take forever. So I told my brother and my sister when we were kids, this is an older sibling thing. I said, I tell you what. If you guys fill this thing up with pogs, I'll give you a thousand dollars. And so my brother kept that tube for way, way, way too to long behind it. And I think it, the most it ever got was to like half full. But like nowadays, he could go on eBay and probably get enough pogs for like twenty dollars. And I'd owe him a G. Um, hopefully, he's not listening to this episode because I really don't want to have to pay up on that. <laughs> hey, look at this, Danny. He's just got one pog left, and he just drops it in. He's like. He sends me a Venmo request for a cool G. At the same time. But uh, I, if Pogs are like still a thing and people are playing competitive, competitively and you're one of those people, let, let us know. Yeah. Reach out to us. DM okay. us. It's got to be on TikTok. There's got to be like a, like a Pog TikTok. Pog talk. There probably is. Because there's like a TikTok for everything. There is a TikTok. The, I, I told you when I had my strabismus surgery that I went down a rabbit hole of strabismus TikTok. I don't know if you did. <laughs> There's like a bunch of videos of people that are like recovering from the surgery and talking oh, about wow. having it and like what it's like and what to look for. I was like, oh, this is great. I just typed in strabismus into TikTok. And, and boom. That's a, that's the amazing thing about TikTok. Is and it? if you're not following us on TikTok, yes. please do so. We are at Christmas Countdown Show on TikTok. We're also at Christmas Countdown Show on Instagram, which I'm sure many of you know because we have like 100 and 86,000 followers now, which is just mind-blowing. Uh, we are also at, what's our Twitter? It's like uh, Xmas Pod. Xmas Pod. That's My it. God, that tells you how frequently I log into yeah. Twitter. And really fun, as Eric mentioned earlier, we are starting to put a ton of videos out on our YouTube. Yes. Uh, so if you want to see, not just hear us, but see what we're doing, we're also putting like a ton of like shorts out, which are basically like reels. Um, we are at Christmas Countdown Show on uh, YouTube as well. All of those links are in the episode notes, so you can click through there. Um, we do have some Christmas news. We interrupt our program to bring you this Christmas news. Hey, that sounds familiar. It does sound familiar. <laughs> I love it. That's called branding. Sounds a lot <laughs> like some other news segments I've heard before. Uh, so there's a very, very cool piece of Christmas news that I just cool. discovered. Rigid. It's 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 a very Yule cool, cool Yule news. I don't know where I'm going with this, but I'm just going to keep riding the wave um, while I look up this news. So I saw the other day that Disney, the parks, are bringing back holiday treats. Mm. as the to celebrate hashtag halfway to holidays is i think their hashtag that disney parks has going on right now even if you go uh to disney parks instagram right now they've got like three posts that they posted back to back to back and it's just wrapping paper and it's like don't open until june 13th don't open until june 14th don't open until june 15th and apparently they, apparently they are bringing back a certain holiday themed snacks that are going to be at the parks which i guess for only three days total and as luck would have it, I'm going tomorrow. There you go. I'm going tomorrow. So I'm going to taste test whatever these holiday treats are that Disney is bringing back for three days only. I'm going to try them out. I'll put them up on Sweet. our Instagram. And hopefully there's some pumpkin pie. Um, I'll bring that one back for you, specifically a little coffee something or other. Um, and then something with nuts, obviously. Uh, but I, I just love that, that Disney, which we are <laughs> are also huge fans of, 
are leaning into this like we're halfway to Christmas yeah. thing. So I, it, it's very on brand. It's a very nice crossover for us to have come out of you know season one of Disney Countdown, now gearing up for season three of Christmas, that our two loves, two of our loves in this world, other than our wives and our children, sure. uh, are are bringing it, bringing it for the holidays. So I'm going to check that out, and I'll, I'll report back to everybody on I, social media. I love that. Um, should we get to our list? Because we actually didn't even say what our list is. I think so. We were going to do a game. Oh, yes, we have a game. We're going to do a game. But let me tell you what the list is to sort of tease it. All right. This is a fun one. Danny came up with this. This is a really fun idea. I feel pretty good about this. What are the top five animals that could or should (laughs) replace the reindeer in Santa's sleigh? And I put in parentheses when I text you, in a pinch. In a pinch. (laughs) Yes. We really, the reindeer are, ate some bad alfalfa. And They're members of the Writers Guild. That's right. They're on strike. They're on strike. Right? They just want a fair scab? deal. Who's going to be the scabs yeah. to fill in to help Santa uh, as we uh, as he does his work? Um, all right. So we will get to that in a second, but we are going to play a game, uh, and Chris, I think, is going to lead us right into it. Basically, what I did was I found a list of top Christmas toys throughout the years, and I collected their corresponding commercials, edited out the name of the toy, and now we're going to play the commercial for you. And now you guys have to try to guess the uh, toy in the commercial. Oh, do we have like sounds that you and I make to like buzz in? Just shout it out. All right, I'll just shout it out. That's your answer. Let it all out. Just dead leg each other because you're in the same room. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) All right, here's the first one. Hey, want to play a game that's really challenging? Like what? It commands. You obey. (laughs) Oh, oh, I got it. Bop it. Bop it. That is right. I, I still made it. I went bing, bing, bing. Do you know what this is like? Have you seen those clips from Star Wars where when they were like, sh- they had like the blasters in their hands, the actors, and they were like, pew, pew, pew. pew. They're like, you, you, can't, you can't say pew face. sound. The mouth noise. That's funny. <laughs> anyway. That's funny. So here's the next one. Turn on the magic of colored lights. Oh, I, I, light bright. Dang it. I keep yeah. wanting to light bright. buzz in. Nicely done. Nicely done. Lightbright came out in 1967. Whoa. We still have a Lightbright. Do you? Yeah. You know, Lightbright was kind of like, I don't know. I Lightbright was disappointing to me. Yeah? Why? Because, you know, you get like somebody who started playing it with before you and they got like kind of tired halfway through. So you'd like pick up like a piece of the black construction sure. paper, like half the holes would already be punched out. Yeah. I'm like, come on. That's no fun. Anyway, I just wanted to share that. <laughs> piece of my childhood that really frustrated with me he holds on to that stress no i've let it go i'm gonna get you so many refills for christmas watch oh thank you all right here's the next one doctor my belly aches operation right that one's making 65 65 that is a great game yeah stressful game so stressful I've never been the so stressed out in my life. When it's you're just like the littlest, tiniest movement to get those little bones. <laughs> oh my God, can you imagine what it must be like to be a real surgeon? Oh my God, yeah. And you're like, I'm just trying to fix his femur. Like, imagine trying to operate on somebody's heart. You know, what would be really funny is to do like a show like Grey's Anatomy that's like very intense <laughs> about like sur- trauma surgeons yes. and stuff like that, and you have a guy going in to do brain surgery or whatever, and he's like, all right, if I just Cut this one. <laughs> and, just, oh, <laughs> and the guy's nose lights up red. <laughs> That's amazing. Is Operation still around? Is that still yeah. a game? Oh, you can still get it. Okay. I think that's due for like a, a movie. What if The Rock started an Operation? The movie. Yeah, I, yeah. 100%. It's happening. 
That could he probably listens happen. to the show. Snooki listens to our show, yeah. so so The Rock probably does too. Yeah. I think. So here's the next one. Hey now, kids, come get around. See what just skipped in the town. Oh, yes. Skip it. Skip it? It is skip it. Nicely done, Eric. How did I... Like... We were skipping. We were bopping it. We were doing all kinds of stuff. I, the song sounded like a different song yeah. at the beginning. I... It sounded like uh, Cotton Eye Joe. That's like a me. I was. I wanted to be like Cotton Eye Joe. Where did, Where did, Where did, Where did you come from? Skip it. <laughs> Nicely done, man. You're cranking this game. This toy came out in 1943 Ooh. and was the number one toy in 1945. So it's a very old one, and it's a very iconic song. So I figured I'd give you a little heads up. A rock. <laughs> <laughs> Took two years to catch on. Yeah, the first two years, like I don't want to play yeah. this. <laughs> Oh, sling, slinky, slinky. Yeah, nicely done. And you were on that. I love a slinky, but a slinky, once it goes wrong, once you get that one time where it folds on itself and it's not in the perfect sort of spiral anymore, yeah, throw it away. It's done. Throw it away. Just throw it, it away instantly. It's done. You know what I would love to know is what is the Guinness Book of World Records record for like the long? Because I think of Jim Carrey in Ace Ventura 2. Yeah. When nature calls. Now, granted, he wasn't really doing that down those big, you know, set of temple stairs. But I would love to know. And where do you find a set of stairs that high? Longest slinky run. The longest time for a slinky to travel on a treadmill. Wait, how do you? What? <laughs> I didn't know you could put a slinky on a treadmill. How do you do that? Uh, but it says that Courtney, Miranda, and Chris Jensen's slinky traveled on a treadmill for eight minutes. Uh, and 43.56 seconds. Is it like a Stairmaster type thing? Because I, I guess that would be the way to do it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That would be good. Because how do you get it to go on a treadmill? I don't I don't really know how that would work. If it was a stair machine. This says the most stairs descended by a slinky is 30 and was achieved by Marty John- Jopson and Hugh Hunt uh, on the one show in Cambridge, UK in 2014. 30? 30. I feel like that is very feels low. I've been on the hunt for a long time to for find a Guinness, Guinness record that I'm like, I, I want to challenge that. Yeah. We could challenge that. But where are you going to find 31 stairs? I don't know. Wait, isn't there a show called 31 Steps? No, uh, 20, uh, 30, 39, 39 steps. steps. So 36. And it was in it's England a for a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. It was like the longest running yeah, show in like the West End for a long time. Yes, okay. I saw it on my honeymoon, oh, actually. You think I would know the name of it? I think it's 39 steps. 39 sounds about right. But we just need 31. That's all we need. There's plenty of places where you can find 31 stairs. Like, you know, like Santa Monica, where people go, like, run the stairs over there. What are you doing over there? But are they close enough together? Because you need the stairs for a slinky to really just be, like, foot-sized. That's a good point. Okay. this I am going to set a mission for this year, 31 steps, and we'll figure out some way to make it Christmas. I love it. Related. That's a great game, That's Chris. Good. Thank you good job. so, so much for that. Um, before we get to the countdown, I do yes. have a little surprise for you. Ooh. I'm yes. excited. So I want to kick off the holiday season Woo! with a little gift. Oh, my gosh. I've been wanting to give this to I'm you. I'm unprepared. That's okay. That's okay. I've had this for, I don't know, a month and a half now because you know, I went to Hawaii with sure, my, yeah. my family. And I was like, oh, I got to get Eric a little something, you know, and I was going to give it to you during Disney countdown, but, you know, we were recording virtually so much that this is my first opportunity. I mean, we're just knocking these cards down (laughs) left and right. Um, But I just got you a little, just a little something. It's it's nothing fancy, but I I saw it and I thought of you and I wanted to get it for you. Oh, I love this. It just felt like you would like it. It's a little ornament and it is of our old pal, 
Sinterklaas. Shirtless, Shisho, with a little grass skirt and says aloha, and he's playing a little ukulele. Isn't that cute? He sort of looks like um, one of those like a uh, you know dashboard hula dancer yeah, yeah. people, yes. but it's Santa Claus. I love that. It kind of kind of made me think of Santa J Claus because remember he said when he was on the show that he went to Oahu on vacation, and I was like, oh, that kind of made me think of him. I love that. You know, I just got one of those um, dashboard hula things of Timon from uh, oh, Lion amazing. King. Because remember, there's the one scene where he's like, what am I supposed to do? Put on a hula skirt and dance to yes. you know uh, distract them and then they cut to him doing it so it's a little timon and he's got his hands like this oh that's perfect hula skirt we need right. to bring those back yeah those were big when we were like teenagers yeah. i definitely had one on the dash of my car when Remember i was a people teenager. used to always do the fuzzy dice too yeah and i grew up with a lot of italians so all my friends either had it was like the sort of tri not triangle but like uh the shape of home plate uh, but it had like fringe on it, and it was like an Italian flag. Oh, they would like they'd hang, yeah. or they'd hang uh, the Italian horn. Mm. Would always be like Dude, hanging from there. My first roommate yeah. in L.A., Jackie Salvucci, from Boston. <laughs> that tracks. He would never take off his gold chain that had the horn, the horn around. Yeah. He wore it all the time. Yeah, yeah, anyway. pretty cool. More about Jackie. Thank Salvucci you for that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thank you for that gift, though. That's awesome. Oh, do my pleasure. I mean, you're welcome to take it home, or you know. Keep it here. I take it home because, you know, I actually have a little area on our bar at Ooh. home that we have just a few ornaments that kind of are just year-round oh, out fun. there. And this would be a good one for you. I love that. Well, um, Merry you, Christmas in June, I love it. my friend. Yep. All right, folks. We're going to get to this list. This is a good, <laughs> a good one. Again, this is Danny's idea. Uh, top animals to replace Santa's reindeer in a pinch. Yes. Uh, now, I'll tell you this. I did not put mine in an order, so I have to do the, my okay. order right now. We have music. Oh, we have music. Yeah, let's start our, our list music. List. This music <laughs> makes me so happy. It makes it me does. smile. We're back. We're back, baby. Yes. Okay, so my number, I wrote six of them, so I'm trying to Ooh. figure out which one I'm going to cut. Okay. I'm going to go, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm very number, excited. Number five for me is going to be an animal that I love. Okay. One of my top two or three favorite animals uh, is going to be a gorilla. Ooh. I'd love to see Whoa. eight gorilla. <laughs> Gorillas. I don't know why gorilla I thought I? gorilla would be plural. The Gor plural of gorilla it, is gorillas. It, is it? Gorillas in the mist. Yeah. 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 But I go like see the, the gorillas. Yeah, yeah, but I like calling them gorilla. Gorilla. <laughs> yeah. You have a bunch of gorillas Santa's together. Gorilla. Santa's gorilla. Um, I just think, uh, you know, I did just watch this show called Chimp Empire with my son on Netflix. It was okay. very good, very uh, depressing, a little depressing, mm. but, um, but good about the, like the circle of life. You know, oh, okay. like you kind of start to love these chimps, and then some of them die. Oh, Chimp Empire. Yeah, chimp I thought Empire. you said chip. No, Chimp Empire. And I was really trying to figure out what that one <laughs> was about and how that connected. Chimp Empire. And so I sort of have monkeys on the brain lately. Yeah. Um, and I did just watch a great video of some, like, uh, gorilla. He's, like, splashing in a boat. There was, like, a boat coming down a river or something, and he, like, did a big, like, a massive splash yeah. to, like, shoo them away. I just love gorillas. You know, those big silverbacks. Yeah. I just love them. Uh, and so the idea of seeing eight Big, huge silverback gorillas, all sort of chained together, just waiting for the, you know, the, yeah, you know, um, I think would just be amazing. So I'm going to go with gorilla. Wow. Gorilla. 
I did not see that coming. For my number five. That's incredible. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to see your gorilla eye, and I'm going to go with another very large animal. I was torn with this list because I was like, you know, if they're too big, are they going to make too much noise when they land on the roof? Are they going to wake up a bunch of kids? But this one just felt like it needed to happen, and that's going to be polar bears. I mean, polar bears just feel so Christmassy to me. I feel like they're already, like, hanging out up near, you know, the North Pole anyway. So, like, locating a team of polar bear feel like, you know, I know that we're losing polar bears, unfortunately. But if you were going to find them anywhere, I feel like the North Pole. And maybe that would be a good way to help the polar bear population would be if Santa employed eight of them. That's true. And they're just, like trapped yeah. in time forever because they're magical and they're with santa yeah so i just thought the idea of like i don't know and just the idea of like seeing like polar bear legs sort of just like i don't know running in the air just feels sounds pretty good sort of funny to me and i feel like they would blend in really well like if you're you know flying through the snowy parts of the world it'd be they would really blend in because they're white yeah yeah, it is definitely good for the camouflage That's what aspect I'm of the camo aspect of santa's because Santa isn't exactly in the most camouflage outfit That's right. ever. Yeah. He's really... He that's out. one thing I've never thought about before. What are we doing, Santa? Come also, you've got a reindeer at the head that has a big bright light on it. And you're putting bells on these guys? I are, mean, are we trying to be covert here? To stay <laughs> There's certain things we need to do. Don't yes. put bells on us. Exactly. Anyway, so that's my number five is going to be polar bears. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to... I'm gonna. Here's what I'm gonna do for my number four. But I will. I'm gonna delete this one here. But it's gonna go off of what you okay. said. Okay. So the one I'm not gonna do is. I said, wouldn't it be fun to have all bears? So polar bears were some of them. Ooh. But you could also have a panda bear, a grizzly bear. <laughs> well, that's fun. Maybe a koala in the sort of Rudolph spot. You know. <laughs> um. I I thought that. <laughs> I thought that'd be kind of fun. I just love this hodgepodge of bears showing just a whole bunch. Up. Of They're like looking around at each other, bear. like. They could have just got eight of one of us. <laughs> he's like Noah, you know. He wanted to get a little bit. Of <laughs> yeah, it's just a little diversity uh, okay, so in there. I I'm like that. that one. So that one's not my. Okay, selection. so all bears is out. All bears is out. Uh, my... Such a Chicago thing to do to put the bears in there, <laughs> and the Cubs. Yeah, absolutely. Like, there's a bunch of bears and Cubs. Bears. Bears. <laughs> um, all right, my number four, just because it's funny, is llamas. <laughs> I want to. Th- <laughs> I want to see eight. I'll, I'll take alpacas if that's what if you know if Santa yeah. is having trouble finding actual llamas. Yeah, I'll go with alpacas. Okay, but I just like the like the tall neck of a llama. I like that they spit. <laughs> I, I like that they have four legs similar to a reindeer. Uh. There's just people like the word llama. It's fun to say. It is. Um. Uh. Yeah. There's there's just so much great about llamas, and I thought the idea of eight llamas just being a little like kind of ornery i feel like llamas are always ornery yeah just a little like eh, chewing on their cud yeah, just leave yeah. me alone yep yeah so that's gonna be my number wow llamas i just love and and what to my wonderful eyes do appear but a, a miniature sleigh and eight tiny llamas it's <laughs> amazing okay i like that I like how silly you've gone with this. I, I went a little bit more literal. Sure. I was thinking of like the most practical thing to pull a sleigh here. Sure. Now, this one is not a real animal. Ooh. Well, some people believe it is. Ooh. Some people think it's fake. And that's a jackalope. I thought you were going to say a narwhal. A narwhal. <laughs> some people think it's fake. Uh, 
it is a jackalope. Oh, I do love a jackalope. You know, what you see a lot of when you're like, you're traveling through the country, yes. like the West of like Arizona, Nevada, New Mexico, you'll go into like, you know, roadside, like truck stops yeah. and they'll be like, you know, a jackalope uh, paw or yeah. whatever it is. When I was a child, I definitely thought jackalopes were real <laughs> because my family went on road trips a lot sure. and there was always like, oh, get a lucky jackalope foot or yeah. whatever next to the lucky if rabbit's foot. If you've never foot. seen a jackalope, it's a, a rabbit with like deer ear uh deer horn antelope antelope ears yeah so it's like a jackrabbit and an antelope it's a what they call them portmanteaus is that what they're called i don't know it's like a combination of two animals um and i guess the jackrabbits are actually hares rather than rabbits sure um anyway i'm reading about this on wikipedia as we speak but if you look at them they have big horns on their head that look very similar to reindeer yes they do and so i thought well what would do well in cold climates? Usually you find rabbits in, right. in cold climates because they got all that fur on them. Plus, if you wanted to keep the tradition of like the like, you know, the the antlers, the antlers yeah. alive, you could do that with a jackalope. Are you worried about strength? I did wonder about to be that. able to pull Santa. Not skinny. Not a small guy. Yeah, not a small guy. My thing is, if are they... you going to do eight jackalopes, or are you going to do like twenty-five jackalopes? Well, now we're really opened up Pandora's box here, because yes. uh, I think the more jackalopes, the better. Sure, but they're also magical creatures. Sure. So maybe because they're magical, they only, they only need eight. Maybe it's just one, one really strong. But is is he a small one or is he a gigantic? One? I feel like he would be like something you would find in the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. What is that? That's Santa's jackalope. <laughs> King jackalope. King jackalope. Um, but it feels like oh you could God. get the same feel, but with different sure. beings. So I went with uh, jackalopes at my number four. I like that. Yeah. That's a good good call. Thank you. Um, my number three, this is a good one. I'm proud of this one. Okay. Because it's going to be on brand for Christmas. Ooh. And that's going to be donkeys. <laughs> you know. Dominic. Dominic the donkey. You also got, you know, Mary and Joseph rode the donkey to Bethlehem. Oh, that's a good you know? point. There you go. So I thought this idea of Santa sort of being like bringing it back to the, the OG reason. It's a throwback, season, throwback Thursday you know? yeah. uh, for Christmas. Uh, I like the idea of eight donkeys pulling Santa's sleigh, but I also love the idea of eight donkeys like landing on a roof and just being like, <laughs> <laughs> and, like kids waking up and be like, what is happening? It's the least like magical sounding animal that would ever land on your roof. For- Are you worried about the speed? Donkeys aren't known for speed. Here's the th- yes, that is absolutely true, but donkeys always get there. That's true. Do you know what I mean? They they don't tire out. They go slow. That's true. But they always get there. And I feel like Santa has like his own, you know, agreement with the time space continuum on Fair Christmas enough. Eve, so that they they'd end up being okay. Okay. I was going to say, you know, he might have to leave a little bit early. Yes, to maybe a get little. all the yeah, presents yeah, yeah. delivered on time. He might not be able to wait until Christmas Eve. He might have to go Christmas Eve morning. Oh, okay. Just give yeah. himself a little extra just to be safe. That's and maybe smart. maybe we put a mini horse in the Rudolph spot. <laughs> like a little pony? Yeah, like a mini horse. Oh, those mini little horse. miniature yeah, horses? Yeah. Those things are so cute. They are so cute. I wanted one of those so bad when I, I just was a kid. Did, I just did a Disney Channel show. No, sorry, a Nickelodeon show, uh, and they had a mini horse on set. Did they really? And he had little um, Chuck Taylor shoes what? on his hooves. It was really cute. They're almost as cute as those like teacup pigs, the, the ones that they put like in the little rain boots. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, I kind of feel bad for them when I see yeah, them all dressed you know up like that. Are, they're also like the, whoever was like, I like the horse, but I want it smaller. Yeah. Like, and then they're like, we're going to breed the horse with that tiny little 
poodle or something, and you're like, what are we doing to these poor animals? Oh, my gosh. But I want it to still look like a horse. Yeah, yeah. How do they do that? Maybe they just put it in a box and don't let it grow. <laughs> this is getting really dark very quickly. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, number three for me, speaking of cute animals. Again, I'm going very practical here. I'm going with animals that I think would be easy, like in a pinch, if the reindeers were like, we're not going tonight. Sure. Santa ran out of you know his workshop and was like, yeah. what do we got? Snow foxes. Ooh. I think like a team of snow foxes would look so cool. Yeah. Right? Like, I just, I don't know why, you know, there's like these winter friends that you see pop up, like inflatables, like a penguin or a polar bear or whatever. Why aren't foxes, snow foxes, getting more love? Snow leopards are also very cool. Also, probably would have been a better choice because <laughs> leopards are known to be very fast. Uh, but I went with snow foxes, I like foxes because well. snow leopards didn't pop to mind for me. Maybe I was thinking more camo. Sure, yeah. And I feel like when I see like a snow fox, they look like they've got more fur, which sure. could really bundle them up for like flying those high elevations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause it's so much colder the higher you go. And I just thought this idea of like like a team of foxes pulling a sleigh i don't know i felt like it would a fleet of foxes a fleet what is a group of foxes called it should be a fleet if it's not a fleet i don't know there's a band called fleet foxes okay because i'm thinking of like uh, like a pack of um uh flamingos are called a flamboyant Ooh, I didn't know isn't that. that cool i knew that a group of crows is called a murder of crows yes i know we're really going dark here today i folks. have an answer for the foxes please tell me it's a fleet a group of foxes is called a skulk with a K at the end. Ooh, that sounds a cool. Skulk too. of foxes. Me and my skulk of foxes are about to deliver gifts. Like, doesn't that just sound That's really good? Like legit. Santa's skulk. Santa's skulk. Hey, that needs to be some merch. Yeah. Who's it? Ogway Designs, who does all our little like the crazy things yeah, yeah, that yeah. we suggest on our yeah. shows. If you're listening, we want to see Santa's Santa skulk. skulk. And maybe you do something with like. I was gonna say like a like a piratey like skull and bones because skull yeah. sounds like that. I don't know. It feels like it feels like it would be the North Pole hockey team would be the skulk, yes. and they they would have a yeah. Or I guess the fox. skulk. I the like skulk. that. They're Ooh. just the skulk. It's like how Stanford is like the crimson or whatever. Or, uh, they or are, what the, are they? Um, the, uh, the the scarlet. No, the no. cardinal. Car- uh, Stanford Cardinal. Yes, the cardinal. Yeah. yeah, but they're like the color is the name of their. So they're not the cardinals. But they still have a tree as their logo. I'm so confused by all of that. My number two. Okay, I got two things here. Ooh. Should I combine them? Into one animal? Well, both an- <laughs> both animals together. They could work in teamwork. Okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna put them in teamwork. Uh, it's gonna be moose. Okay. But with penguins riding them. <laughs> both both uh, you know sort of wintry creatures. Oh um, I love the idea of eight moose and then Gosh. eight penguins riding each moose. Oh uh, and then, you know, they're all strapped to Santa's sleigh. So it's a big team effort. Um, the moose are big. So eight eight moose is going to be, it's going to be trouble fitting that on a roof wow. of many American houses. With penguins, like, holding penguins, the reins? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think the penguins are holding the reins because Santa's still holding the reins. Right. The penguins are, like, holding the, the moose and sort of, like, keeping caressing them, it. Keeping like, them calm? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> moose don't like to be around other moose. I don't know if you know this. I did not. I think so you, that, would you have to put like blinders? Yeah, on? Yeah, they definitely have blinders on, okay. and that's that's part of the job of the penguins. Actually, they're they're just using their fins. Their fins. Are they fins? They're flippers. They're flippers. Yeah, to cover the eyes of the moose because <laughs> moose get intimidated by other moose. I don't know that that's actually oh true, but it might gosh. it might be true. I feel like I maybe heard that somewhere. That I moose love don't like this other moose. so much. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be eight moose, 
eight reindeer all working together. Wow. No. Wait, no, eight moose, eight penguins. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. And the penguins are using their flippers, <laughs> the flippers as the blinders. Are the blinders. Wow, what a great use of penguins. <laughs> and do the penguins help Santa with, like, the gift portion of it, or? Uh, they help in the putting the presents into the sack with, okay. with the elves. Yes. Um, but they don't like to get their hand, their flippers well, they've dirty. they got a job they got a job. Once it's Christmas Eve... Santa, don't talk to us. We have our job. And they we're, don't want the, blinding the moose. The moose to get set off. That's right. That's right. What is the plural of moose? Mooses? Moose. No, moose. Is that m- Multiple mooses? Moose. Multiple <laughs> moose is moose. It's moose. Yeah. Who decided those things? I don't know, but there's a great TikTok account that <laughs> this guy does where he, you know, he's both people in a conversation. Okay. And he's pretending to be like, I don't know, like God, like coming up with the names of things. Oh, yeah. And he's I've like, seen okay, so we're going to board a plane. But then when we get off it, we're going to deplane. You know, like just the weird like yes. words that we have in language. That's the guy he did. Did you say he did the um, Noah's Ark one? Yeah, he's probably done that. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. he's like, so there's no concern at all about me coming all the way across the desert as a polar bear who lives in the... Right. Yes. Yeah. That guy's hysterical. Yeah, right. All right. That's a great selection. I love that you... That's a team. That's yeah, a yeah, team yeah. effort. Okay. This next one uh, probably should be number one but when i discovered number one i felt like it had to be number one this just feels like the most natural selection to me because this is what these animals do they work as a team yes they pull people on sleds siberian huskies sled dogs alaska sled dogs i mean i was just like if there's anything more on point they're ready to go they they're just like they're they're seal team six you bring them in they're a well-oiled they're like so what we they're like no we got it just hook it up baby Let's go. Give me the magic flying dust or whatever it is. Tires and light the fire. Yeah, exactly. They are. There's. There's no prep time with them. They're comfortable with the harnesses. Because yeah. think about like some of these other animals we've named. I don't know how polar bears would feel about being like strapped in sure, yeah. like that. I don't know how a jackalope. If you put penguins on top of them and put blinders, see, this then, is the key. They're, they're this is the secret move. The penguins are there. They're like shepherds. That's right. They're like, uh, what do they call something whisperers? Um, what am I thinking of? Um, I can't think of it right now. Anyway, I'll think of it later. Yeah. All right. So Siberian Huskies, number two, feels like the way to go. It oh. just, it, they're, they're built for the cold weather. There's probably a bunch of them up there anyway, hanging out at a local igloo. You could just go and be like, hey, excuse me, Mr. Uh, Miss, uh, you know, sled dog racer person. Yeah, yeah. Can I just, we got a little bit of an issue I over here. I did a rod runner. I did a rod. I know your dogs are probably really tired, but I got to deliver all these gifts to the kids of the world. Do you mind if I just borrow them for the night? This is a good question. When do they do the I did a rod? Because is it near December? Because mm. if it is, we got to change the date because these dogs need rest. We need them to we be. We need to do the I did a rod in July. Okay. So that they're well rested for for Christmas. The Iditarod. Uh, let's see. It takes place. The date. It is on March third every year. Okay. So that's enough. This for is us great time. training for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Building up that strength. It's like a cool down. You know, when you finish your peloton ride, they're yeah. like, do a ten minute cool down ride. Yeah. That's what the Iditarod is because they've done the big uh, ride. Yes. Of Christmas Eve. Now they're just gonna go cool down the and Iditarod. do the Iditarod. <laughs> okay, I, I buy that. All right. Well, that's my number. That's my number two. Siberian Huskies, otherwise known as Alaska sled dogs. I love that. That is a very smart choice. Thank you. I feel good about that one. My number one is obvious. It's clear. It's the only right answer. It's the only way that this can go. Okay. You put eight of this animal together, 
usually they might end up singing. They might even sing, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh I want eight cows, baby. Give me eight black and white spotted cows <laughs> all strapped together singing the entire album of Cow Christmas oh my on repeat gosh. through Christmas Eve. Santa's jamming along. Yeah. He's having a great time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. How great would it be to see Santa with eight <laughs> Milk cows. Wow. I did not see that coming. How did I not see that coming? I'll tell you this. I didn't have it on my list until we started the list, and then it hit me, and I was like, it's got to be cows. It's got to be cows. Wow. Now, would they be like cows Cows from a specific region, do you think? Because you know how there's like Scottish like Highland cows? No, I'm, I'm talking black and white, like Iowa American cows. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like heifers. Yeah, heifers. Eight heifers. Yes. It's wow. all, all the characters from Cow Christmas. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I, I love that. And I don't know how I didn't see that coming a mile away. All right. So my number one, and before I get to this, if you're not already subscribing to the show, please make sure you do so if you are loving this ridiculousness that you're hearing, which if you're hearing this right now, you've made it this far, which means you're enjoying yourself. Please uh, make sure to rate and review the show. Also, follow us on social media at Christmas Countdown Show on Instagram and TikTok at XmasPod on Twitter. Uh, we do have, we should announce this before I give away my number one. Mm. We have our Christmas in July live recording yes. coming up. Yes. July 17th. July 17th. It's going to be so much fun. You're going to be able to watch this live in various places. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, if you follow us on Instagram, we are going to go live. On Instagram, but if you are a member of our very exclusive Patreon group, which there's a link for in the episode notes, you're going to be a part of a, a smaller, more intimate Zoom that's going, and you're going to be able to ask questions and interact with us live. So anyone who's already a supporter on Patreon, you're going to get that exclusive link yep. to go there. And if you're not a member and you want to be able to dialogue with us and producer Chris and Emilio, who's coming back, uh, click the link. Um, you'll be able to get access to our Patreon there. And we may even open it up to like people who subscribe on Instagram, on Instagram as well. Because you can subscribe there now. Yeah, you get like exclusive content. We make reels that are specific to yeah. you. We do story posts that are just for you and nobody else. And I think we'll be able to source questions on Instagram Live because we'll see your little icon and yeah. know that you're a subscriber. So if you're not subscribing any of those places, please make sure you do so. So that way um, you can interact with us during that live. It's going to be a ton of fun. I think we're working on maybe having some guests maybe show up yeah. for that, which might be fun. Um, we'll do a countdown, which everybody loves, and it'll be our, our official Christmas in July party, which is going to be. July 17th. It's coming up. Mark your calendars. Put it in. We'll obviously promote the heck out of it on our socials as well, uh, but we can't wait to see you all there then. Uh, all right. So without any further ado, my number one is uh, an animal that I did not know this specific animal existed, but I thought... Mm. I was thinking as I was putting this list together, I was like, what do you historically see like pulling a sled? It's usually horses. Sure. You know, or horse-drawn carriage. Like horses are known for just, you know, they help build America carrying wagons across yeah. the country. So like clearly they're used to traveling far distances and, and horses help build the world, yeah. you know, from, from cowboys to whatever. Um, and, but I was like, but it's got to be a winter-friendly horse i can't just go out and get like a thoroughbred from the racetrack yeah yeah yeah. you know i don't he's not bred for that you know fast but but not bred for this so penguin on top of a racehorse but not much more not much more yeah and they'd be really great for the blinders great idea but there's this horse that is specifically bred to thrive in cold weather there's a few the one that i've picked is the yakut 
Ooh. Y-A-K-U-T. Or Yakutian horse. Ooh, that's a beautiful horse. Isn't that a beautiful horse? It's got a lot of extra fur. A lot of fur. You know, very white. It looks like it's got a beard, which I thought was kind of cool. It felt They kind of feel like the Santa Claus yeah. of horses. They do that look that way. Yeah, so they... Uh, were bred in the Yakutian region. I don't even know where the, Yak- the Yakutian region. I don't even know. They're relatively small, um, but uh, they they thrive, thrive, thrive in winter. Um, so I was looking into the history of them. And then there's very little known about the history of these horses, and a lot of experts estimate that the horse breed evolved from other domesticated breeds that were brought with the Yakuts during the migration in the 13th century. Where are the Yakuts? I don't know. We're going to get to the bottom of this at some point this season. Um, So apparently they are able to survive without shelter in outside temperatures as low as 94, negative 94 degrees Fahrenheit. Isn't that incredible? That's really cool. Yeah. I'm guessing it's in Siberia, if I had to guess. Siberia. Yes. Nailed that. Um, but, uh, I guess they are, they're used for meat and milk, um, is typically what they're used for. So when Santa's done with them, (laughs) wait, meat and milk, like meat, like you eat them. I, yeah, I think that's, I think that's you're saying that you would eat your number one selection. No, I wouldn't. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm joking because I have cows. Yes, that's true. You're telling me (laughs) you would take milk and meat from your number one. How dare you? Um, I just thought. They look great. They're built for winter. They look very, like, hardy. Yeah. They're like very hardy horses, and they've got the beard like Santa. So I'm going with the Yakut, a team of eight Yakut. What they're eight called Yakuts. as a group, I don't know. Yakutai. It also kind of sounds like that yogurt, Yakult. Yeah, yeah, it does a little bit. But anyway. I thought you were going to say Clydesdales. You know what's Which funny? I originally thought Clydesdale. That's what I was going to put in number one, and I was like, eh, they're not built for, for like, oh. cold weather. Yeah. Um, but maybe because they got like the the big like hooves yeah, with like sort of the covers. covered hooves, yeah. but that's spats. what led me. It's like they're wearing spats. Yes, that's what led me to Yakuts. Well, there you go. Was thinking about Clydesdales. I like this. This was, this a, was a good fun list. list. Yeah. Good loose. This was a good list. Good list. Good list. Uh, but that is going to end it here for us for this uh, little June episode of the Christmas Countdown Show. Yes. Again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for checking us out. Uh, if you're new to us, we hope you enjoyed the shenanigans and the silliness. That's what we uh, do. There's a lot more to come. Uh, season three will be coming in October, but don't forget July 17th. We'll be doing Christmas in July. Make sure you follow us on all the socials uh, and uh, rate and review and tell your friends about us. And let's get excited for Christmas. I'm it's so coming, excited. baby. It's coming. It's coming. I can't wait. Uh, how do we end the show? I literally can't remember. You don't remember? I'm so in the. What if, what if I say. We'll wrap up this episode as we wrap up every episode with Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. (laughs) We'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye. See ya. I really forgot. Can't believe you didn't say kangaroos. Ooh, kangaroos would have been good. Think of all the presents you could carry with kangaroos.